This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. 80, that's 80, new cases of COVID-19 were reported in Lewis and Clark County Monday, shattering the previous single-day record of 39. Lewis and Clark public health officials urged employers within the county to, quote, work with public health by immediately instituting and enforcing prevention protocols. That release was sent out on Tuesday. Quote, many cases of COVID-19 are tied to employees knowingly going to work despite having symptoms or while waiting on test results. In some cases, employers asked workers to return knowing they were listed as close contacts of a positive case. Health officials further urged employers to check temperatures, screen employees, encourage infected employees to cooperate with contact tracers and, quote, adhere to any physical distancing, masking, and other orders and mandates set in place by the state government and local health department. According to the health department, 80 new cases brings the county's total active to 676. Since September, 747 Lewis and Clark County residents have been found to have contracted the virus. That was 214 on August 31st. The age group with the most cases was 20 to 29. Residents 50 to 59 had the second highest number of cases. Montana health officials reported 855 new cases of the respiratory virus on Tuesday, following 845 on Monday, for a total case count of 29,346. The state has now had more than 305 deaths related to the virus, and 350 people are currently hospitalized. Data compiled by Johns Hopkins shows more than 226,000 people have now died from the virus in the United States. More than 71,000 people are testing positive on average. Two weeks ago, that average was 51,000. Cases are on the rise in all but two states, Hawaii and Delaware. Missoula City and County are imposing new restrictions to slow the spread of COVID-19. Under the new restrictions in Missoula, businesses will be limited to 50% capacity. Groups will be capped at 25 people. Alcohol sales will have to end at 10 p.m. And residents will be asked to stay at home voluntarily. That's according to the Missoulian. The new rules will take effect Thursday and will remain in effect until at least November 12th, according to the City, County, Director and Health Officer, Ellen Leahy. After that, restrictions may be changed. Missoula County reported 51 COVID-19 cases per 100,000 residents over a seven-day period. That's well above the rate that health experts say it is difficult to control. Missoula health officials had previously cited numerous businesses for failing to follow local and statewide health mandates, including the mask mandate. A state epidemiologist has concerns about Halloween this year. Stacy Anderson is a lead epidemiologist in the Communicable Disease Control and Prevention Bureau. She spoke during a press call Tuesday with Governor Steve Bullock. Quote, 
What we want to try to do is encourage folks to be diligent and do things safely so that we can still continue to celebrate the holidays with loved ones, Anderson said. According to Anderson, there was a 17% increase in cases last week over the previous week. A total of 4,000 cases were reported last week, and she noted the state is closing in on 30,000 total cases. More than 10 counties reported more than 100 cases last week. She said that 4,000 cases is almost equal to the entire population of Glendive. In the past three weeks, the state has added 13,000 cases. That's the population of Bighorn County. Quote, we've had almost 1,200 hospitalizations in Montana to date. That's greater than the population of Whitehall. It's more than the population of St. Regis, Montana. Dr. Gregory Holzman, the state's medical officer, cited a Centers for Disease Control and Prevention report that in hotspots, which Montana is, an increase in cases among people aged 24 and under preceded an increase in older adults by three to four weeks. The Office of Public Instruction says Montana schools will have a steep enrollment drop in the first full school year during the COVID-19 pandemic. According to preliminary figures, K-8 districts have lost almost 4,000 students compared to last year. There's been a little bit of gain on the high school side, but schools have still lost more than 3,000 overall. Most state funding is tied to enrollment. Fewer students means less money for schools. K-8 districts with more than 2,500 students, communities like Belgrade and Larger, have lost about 2,000 kids. The figures still need to be finalized, but Paul Taylor, an OPI budget analyst, said, not only are we within the ballpark, we think we're within the infield. Billings Public Schools, Montana's largest district with about 10% of the state's students, previously reported a drop of more than 500 students, K through 5. This year, that drop will cost the district $365,000. Officials hope that enrollment will return to normal after COVID-19 is controlled, but that may take a year or more. The campaign for Republican U.S. Senate candidate Steve Daines has filed a complaint with federal election officials over anonymous mailers attacking Danes that were sent to Montana voters. The complaint filed with the Federal Elections Commission says at least 500 of the mailers were sent to Montana voters last week without federally required information on who paid for them. The complaint was filed against Westerly Press, a direct mail company headquartered in New Jersey, the Danes campaign said Westerly Press sent two mailings to registered voters beginning last month. The mailers attacked Danes' record on legislation involving the federal deficit, saying he has saddled Montana families with thousands of dollars of debt. Danes' campaign manager Shane Scanlon said in a statement that the mailers are, quote, the definition of dark money and the FEC should investigate. Danes is running, of course, against Governor Steve Bullock for Senate. The Bullock campaign says it doesn't have anything to do with those printings. 
Helena College's interim dean is no longer interim. Dr. Sandra Bauman has been selected to fill the position permanently, pending the Montana Board of Regents' approval next month. Bauman has been interim dean since May and previously spent two years as an associate dean. She previously worked for Great Falls College and the University of Providence, which of course was the University of Great Falls. According to Brooke Tessman, the deputy commissioner for academic research and student affairs for the Montana University system, Bauman continues to bring vision and stability to an important part of the Montana University system. Quote, Dr. Bauman has clearly demonstrated her ability to lead the college in every area during an exceptionally challenging time. The Commissioner of Higher Education's recommendation to approve Bauman will go before the Montana Board of Regents for its approval at its next meeting November 16th and 17th. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 30 states and provenance, now in 18 countries on six continents, and over 300 listeners per day, approaching 400 on many days. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KMER in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.